And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both detailing success and the detail mafia, Rennie Doyle. What's up, everybody? <clears throat> How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Good. Us too. I, we gotta, I look we gotta, really blue. You look really blue. I was going to say, you need more oxygen, dude. It's... It's natural sunlight, but I, you know, I'm gonna have to get some kind of cool lighting because I don't show up good on here. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, you're looking a little blue today. <laughs> you're in the interesting. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm having troubles with Rod and Jody. Uh oh. Well, that's not cool. Well, I wonder if they can't. We'll we'll sit here and chat a little bit and uh, see if we can't get them on. If not, we'll punt. Huh. So I got some questions that I was going to ask them, and we'll brag about them, and then we'll bring them back in. So we'll just go over the questions I was going to ask them. But uh, so a couple good things. I've got my shirt on. See that? My Tucker. Oh, that's cool. Where'd you get that from? Bobby. You know, so or you? Was it you or Bobby? I got two of them. Oh, uh, that was from Bobby, not me. Yeah. And then I'm wearing a Seiko watch. Check this out. The last time I bought this, um, oh, man, I was early, early 20s. So I was, I don't know, 22 maybe? Oh, look at that. They got here. There we go. And, oh, and nice. I found it. I was searching through a bunch of stuff. And this is the first time I've put this on my wrist in probably 25 years. It it had it had it hadn't been moved. It started right up. It's keeping time. It's going, um, and I was I was blown away. So I got my there you go. I've got, I've got old school with old school on, but it's a new old school. So Rod and Jody, what's up, guys? Speaking Good of old school, morning. How are you? you may, yeah, speaking of old school, it's okay. It's a yeah, classic. Sorry, Everybody I thought our, our I thought our internet was on, but it was just it was, spinning. It was just spinning. Going join, <laughs> join. We're like, why haven't they started the meeting? I'm like, yeah, what's like, up with that? It's like, hey, what's what's wrong with these guys? So yeah, you know the internet. The internet's pretty helpful these days. Um, I kind of get, you know, when my internet goes down, I pretty oh. much sit here and twiddle my thumbs. Oh yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, how much of our lives? I mean, a lot less of mine now. I I, I take downtime where no electronics. You know, I just read and it, it's actually been really enjoyable. I, I had a really successful person. And I've, I've said this for a while. Somebody's asked me, when do you know when you've arrived at success? And I said, when I, I, I turn on my cell phone only when I need to. My and cell phone's on all the time. Mine's not. <laughs> I, I, I turn mine off when I go home after five. I turn it off. Mine, and I'm done. Yeah, mine, mine goes to, uh, to a private mode after seven. And... Uh, I just, it, I, I, I can't, I got to put it into my own life and, and, you know, even our kids and stuff, they can get a hold of me. So, you know, it's a pretty cool setting on iPhones. So I select, you know, just a small a handful of people that can get a hold of me. And, and, but really half the time, I just turn the damn thing off. Diane's got hers on. I do that too. I don't, you're, I don't you're on my. Would be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember. I was listening to somebody and they, somebody that, you know, pretty well known, so well known. I can't remember who it was, but they said that that's really liberating for them is to just turn their cell phone on when they feel they have the need. 
when they want to be contacted, they turn it on. When they don't want to be contacted, they turn it off. You know, it, it's right now. You guys ever watch the show Alone? Uh, no. It's really cool. It's on. Um, it's on Amazon Prime right now, and it, basically they they set ten people out in some pretty extraordinary places in the world, Patagonia, different places, a lot up in in northern Canada. They're the season we're watching right now is they're up way, way up in uh, northern Canada. It's fall going into winter. And one of the guys yesterday on the, on the show or two days ago said, it's really simple out here because there's no schedule and you really learn what life's about. Mm, that's cool. Right? I mean, so, I mean, we put so many – we put ourselves, and we're going to talk a little bit about this – you know, we put we put ourselves on so many schedules. There's so many have tos. There's so many do outs. You know, look at. I mean, you know, we're, we're running the podcast on a list today, right? And I'm not saying that. I just think that it's. I've come to the point. I was like this when I was really young in my 20s, where I, I, I decided what disturbances I was going to have in my life, and then you get busy and you start building, and and now I'm back to that point. I I decide. What's going to come into my life now? Business is great during business hours, but weekends and after hours are mine. Yeah, yeah, that's how mine is too. And I think that, I think that's part of the, um, yeah, the fear, if you will, as a business owner, a small business owner, we all fear if we if we don't have the phone on, man, I'm going to miss out on this great thing. And um, it's kind, of, it is kind of liberating to turn it off and just go do something else you know, and, and then come back to it and the stuff will still be there. And sometimes stuff stacks up. You turn on your phone first thing in the morning and there might be 10 messages, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, my phone is off when I'm surfing, wake surfing on the boat, diving. Anytime anytime I'm with my family on the water, it's, it's done. Right. But for the most part, you know, I, I recognize that, you know, they're especially with us because, you know, the people that use RotaFest in their business, a lot of the, you know, we're, we're going, I mean, I, sometimes I'm talking to Jonas Sharon's in Belgium, you know, at yeah. 11 o'clock at night. Right. So I have to recognize that we in part are a global, we serve a global audience. Right. So there's a little bit of, you know, recognition that I have to give of my time and be available. Yeah. But most people, what I found is that people are very respectful of it. And I always tell them, text me. If I don't pick up, text me. Because if I don't pick up, it means that I'm either caught up with my family or I'm doing something with another customer. So if you need something immediately, text me. If it's just, hey, I was checking in, text me and say, hey, check with me tomorrow. And so I've put up some boundaries that because they're in place, People are respectful of them. It, uh, I like, you know, we've got a community on social media and we've got an offline community, you know, in a private, in a private setting. And I'll tell you, that's been really brilliant because everybody kind of self, self-support, you know, with the team. Um, you know, naturally we jump in there. I just jumped in there last night on a really important topic and, and gave some input. But that was probably one of the best moves. We, You know, but you guys are different, right? I mean, there's the beauty of our our business plan is that we don't have that, but you guys, I mean, that's why you got to look, I mean, you're blessed to have your business, right? But there's one of the caveats is that right. 
people that are in blue collar like service business, they don't have, I mean, unless you're like an emergency flood company or like a tow service or triple A or something like that, you don't need to be answering your phone at a matter of fact, the worst customers we found problematic customers in the service side of business. So those that called after hours or on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of detailers get caught up in that because if you're in the middle of doing a detail and you know, you're, you're at somebody's home, especially if you're mobile there, you, you know, they're watching. There, there's somebody at the window checking up on you every once in a while. And the last or thing they want to see is you yeah, sitting there on your phone talking to somebody else. So you've got yeah. to figure out a way to, to, to put that aside, do your job and then go back to it. So segment your time right. out and do that. Oh, it's so cool with earbuds today, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's funny. I always point out in our training classes up along the wall, you can't really even see it from here. But here, here up front in the, and, and, and pointing towards the front of the shop are these little tiny black boxes. And it's all, everything's recorded, you know, is, is that we live in. Even some of the cars record what's going on around them now. Voice and video, audio and visual, you know. So you're working around a Tesla. Somebody can call, turn it on at any time and just see what's happening around their vehicle you know so but uh well this went a whole different direction so we're <laughs> it, it, it's well, funny well, you guys well, mentioned earbuds i got a i got a sad earbud story real quick so i got my wife a pair of earbuds for christmas <laughs> uh that that pair is no longer a pair um we think she threw one of them out by mistake oh, no. <laughs> oh man Yep, that's part of the problem. They're so small that they yep. end up losing things in your pocket going well, to the wash. Darren, our youngest daughter, she also has a uh, you know uh, a similar story, but hers is our almost one year old puppy ate ate them. Literally, oh, yeah. ate them. Oh, man. literally ate them. Well, you they know, might so. come out whole again. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Maybe. Good luck. I, I'd have been tempted to turn on a song really loud and see if I could hear it through the side of the dog. Yep, they're in there. Oh, there they are. <laughs> that's, that's funny, right? Yeah. It, 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 so, you know, it. Um, I, I was sitting down and I took some notes. 20 years, man. Rod and I have been connected for 20 years. Jody, you and I are right behind that. You know, it wasn't too – man, you know, if we look back and it, look at we're all actively raising kids and, and it's proof to anybody that's young gosh, dang it. I know you guys hear this all the time, but wow, did 20 years just whiz by or what? Well, oh my shit, gosh. The, the weird thing for me is my oldest son turns 30 next week. Wow. Oh, I got one of those. I right? got one. And it just, it's just crazy, right? Because, in fact, I was talking to, to my son this weekend. Um, I'm like, you're, you're going to blink because he was talking about his cousin, Dylan, and she's like, eight i think i'm like you're gonna blink and she's gonna be graduating it just goes so fast right and so you really have to embrace the journey right i think a lot of times we get so focused on a goal that we're drive 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 i gotta get to this point i gotta make this money my shop's could have gotta be this big we gotta have this many customers and we miss the the moments that build the journey and and if you don't want to look back in the rearview mirror and go, wow, what did I miss? Mm. No, no. I've got a few of those moments, to be to be honest. Mainly self moments, stuff that I think I really jip myself out on. You know, I'm sure my kids would have their opinion, you know, that. But, I, I mean, most most kid events I was there, you know, supported the kids and everything else. Diane, all of, you know, of our, 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 our big significance, I was always there. Um, 
so I, I got, you know, being an entrepreneur, I did get to be there, but there was times I wasn't there. I mean, I'm just being brutally honest with myself that I was mentally somewhere else, man. I was building my business. And that's yeah, why I, I, think that's an, I think that's an important thing. I, I've been having a lot of discussions with someone really close to me and with my wife, right? And a lot of times people, you know, they're trying to build a business and talk about going in, in a different direction. But I think this is important. <laughs> you know, they're building a business and they're putting all of their efforts in their business. And what can happen if you're not careful is you can create a vacuum in your relationship at home, especially with mm. your wife. Amen. And what happens is when you create a vacuum, inevitably, if it goes long enough, that vacuum is going to get filled by something or someone else. Yep. And so yep. you need to make yep, sure totally. that you're tending to your business, that you're tending to your family, to your wife, because if you don't, you can wake up going, yeah, I built this, you know, a hundred thousand, half a million dollar, million dollar business. And now I'm splitting stuff up. Yep. And, and you'll become a vacuum to yourself. You're going to suck the life and the soul right out of you, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and I, I shared it down in mobile tech. I kind of let that happen to myself the last couple of years. You know, I'm not blaming anybody else. I let it happen. You know, I should have yeah. stood up when I recognized it and, and literally threw a tizzy fit and said, no, this isn't going to happen. You know? Yeah. And I we, think that we, we get caught up because there's, there's points in times where you have to do that. Right. There's points in times where I've looked at Jody and I'm like, you know, or he look at me and we'll say, well, it looks like this next quarter is going to be, you know, double 50 down. hour weeks. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, but you yeah. can't do that forever. You have to walk away. And the thing about the thing about being in a vacuum is it always sucks. So you got to get out of it and you have to look at it for the, like Jody said, the big picture and go, you know what? At the end of the day, um, I got to make sure I have food on the table and I can take care of my family, but I, we're not all going to be multimillionaires and that's okay. You know, got to look at what's important to you or what's important to your family. Um, and that is, that's it. You got to do that. Every once in a while, you got to go stand in the, stand in the bathroom, look in the mirror and talk to the boss and say, are you being the type of person you want to be? Right. But you know, here's the thing is even if you've got modest income, ask yourself this, could you afford to put $5,000 a year away into a retirement account, a high earning retirement account? Because if right. you can, and I don't think there's anybody that can't, is that if you can and you do it for 15 to 20 years, depending on what you're you know, what you're doubling down on, you could be a millionaire, Rod. You're just not going to be an overnight one. And that's what everybody wants yeah. is that, right. it's, listen, right. you want, you know, looking, the only thing that I, on this one is, and it'd be great to get your guys' take on this. I think that if I would have worked a little less, really concentrated on having the right customers, put a little more time into me, of me being happy, therefore, everybody around me is a little happier. My wealth would have grown at about the same pace. I would have hit it yeah. quite as soon, but you know what? The bounces would have been quite as tough either. I don't think I would be in a much different situation had I done slow, constant growth other than, I mean, I don't have, I don't look back and say, damn, wow. No. Cause I did it. I'm where I'm at. I appreciate where I'm at. I love the fact I did it. But I think there was an easier road, you know, definitely one with fewer bumps, definitely one that would have been better on 
myself and our my and the, and the people around me. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's um, so. That's one of the things I think that people don't realize is it doesn't matter how much you you do, you got to do something. And um, you know, years and years ago, the the owners we there's four of us that own Road FS and and Zenware, and we are all family basically. Two of the owners are brothers. Um, one of those brothers is my brother-in-law, and he's also been Jody's a friend of Jody's for over 35 or 40 years. So, Jody, um, you're an outcast. You're the only one no blood there? I mean, what? Jeez. No, there's, <laughs> I've known Jody for like 35 years as well. Yeah. As soon as he came to Boise, I, uh, so. Wow, so 35, you know, hold on. Back up. 35 years? Oh, Why, well, no. Well, you figure out my 34th wedding anniversary is February 18th. Mm -hmm. Dave wow, and exactly. his wife. It was Judy and I's first friend as a married couple. Wow. And we were married a year and a half, and then we moved to Boise, and that's when I met Rod. So that you figure I've known Rod for 32 years. Yep. Dang, and, and so cool. when, when you look at that and you say there's got to be something you set aside, we did that. We finally, um, la uh, two years ago, we got to a position where we offered a full 401k with the maximum match to all of our employees. And, you know, we said, look, we're out here you building, you know, software so everybody else's business runs smooth and we got to we got to take care of the internal stuff. And so we went, um, you know, for us, it was a good stretch and to do that. And but but I think it's been really valuable to get some of these guys to understand that we've had some some they were very young when they started with us. We've got employees that have been here 10 and 12 years and um they they started out now they're married they have multiple kids they've bought homes now they got a 401k now they got some gray in their hair and we're watching employees grow up they've been with us which is amazing to say but have been with us for more than a decade and wow. to see that kind of commitment to us so we always try to give back um, because it, like you said at the end of the day you, it's a it's a slow growth no, there are very, very, very few people, a percentage of a percentage of a percentage of people that go that make millionaire overnight. Um, yep. But like you said, it's a slow thing. And I think I see that in the detailing industry a lot. A lot of people want to get there super fast. Yep. And I look at some people that I, that I personally, there's a lot of people that are successful, but the ones that I personally know that have gone to success, you got Justin Lobato, you got um, William Lara, but they, they have... <laughs> We've watched them progress at a rate that makes sense. And it's a natural you know, Justin, race. Yeah, Justin's story is phenomenal. And I've talked to him quite a bit about it. I'm actually doing a blog article for the IDA with, with his collaboration about it. Um, Williams is the same way. But I watch so many people that start out and they detail for a year and then they're like, okay, now I gotta get a sponsorship from a major company, and then next year I'm gonna yeah, have my own line of products. And then I'm gonna be the coding king. And you're like, you know. In business in general, more businesses fail because of growing too fast than growing too slow. Yeah. So yeah, you got to be calculated. You got to be smart about it. Um, you know, put things in place that help you grow your business, right? I'm, I am not an attorney. There's no reason I should be doing legal stuff. I'm not an accountant. I shouldn't be doing accounting. Um, so you got to outsource the right stuff, you know? Yep, totally. It's... Um you know, I just, I think this unnatural fast paced growth, I mean, I, I dig it, you know, and I, I, I was guilty of it, but I also had enough business sense and enough wisdom and enough wise people around me to back me off and to not hurt. Some people just go into it and they can't recover. 
you know? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, it is hard. It, they get these but big this shots. But this is a really good time for detailing. I mean, detailing, you, and I know this uh, This sounds, you know, like old, old, old man stuff, but it, and it is. But if you think back, um, I was talking to Sheldon Kay and um, um, Kevin Hillwood at MTE, and I said, think back to 2007, 2008, when we would go to the Mo Mobile Tech Expo, <clears throat> and there were maybe a half a dozen to a dozen detailing yep. vendors in the center of there the room. Less than that. And, and we would watch uh, half-naked like PDR guys running around in the thing. And Jody and I would sneak into the motel across the street because we couldn't afford to be in the motel. And we'd, we'd sneak in and say, oh, we're part of MTE and go hang out in the hot tub. And, I mean, <laughs> it was there, detailing was this little tiny thing, you yep. know. And it wasn't. In the world, it wasn't. But as far as the shows went and as far as its recognition, and now you look at it and it is – it's a whole new world, man. It's crazy. If I look at your shop right now in the background compared to that little tiny shop you had up off a of coal road in yeah, that one right. day. Absolutely. And day. I mean, just, just the growth that, that you've been able to see um, has been phenomenal. And it's not, it's not because you've changed who you are, right? You're the same guy you were. It's yep. just that your goals have changed and your priorities have changed. And I think personally looking back 20 years ago you're more committed to your family and your personal growth and the business is taking care of itself whereas 20 years ago you and i had a conversation in your kitchen and we were both killing ourselves to try to how do i make this business go faster right i yeah, mean it's just right it's just what I'm happened gonna talk. well you know it's funny because you could fit my all i had three other shops you could fit all three of my other shops inside of this one and still oh, i believe it yeah. and still have a storage space but i didn't start here you know we had a you 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 didn't get to see our sun valley shop we had a really nice shop over there but it was still very realistic and it it really yeah so i see some of these shops you know a they're doing incredible they no worries right they've got the the their debt ratio is low and doesn't matter they have these because they're just killing it but then you get these other shops that you know they're somewhere in the midwest and their average ticket price is 300 bucks and you know they got a six thousand dollar a month you know lease payment and i'm like how, how is that monetarily working out you know so yeah. you know you talked about mtes on you know your take on it i remember those days our first year was 2004 but i didn't even meet here's how much it's changed i didn't even meet anybody i i didn't know there's detailers that went to it i was so disappointed in that show i wouldn't come back well then we met um i don't know if you guys remember this dan dan eckelberg we're gonna bring him on dan started up mobile works based out of boise and it was yeah. a it was an yeah. online forum, and um, Dan and I decided to go down in 06. I'd met Dan. I was still living over. We we're in we we're in Sun Valley, and Dan and I went down there, and that's when we met. We met everybody, and I talked everybody six people, you know. Yep. And and then we met you guys the next year, you know. We we talked, and we went we went down there. There, including the detailing vendors, there was I'm not kidding you a, a dozen. Dedicated yeah. people, six. Yeah. And as this, and it's funny because as we've done as we've seen the software because we've always been there for software. As we've watched that evolve from that point, you know, at that point we were trying to explain to anybody why they needed software, what it would do for them. And now the advances that we see coming in, I mean, we would add, you know, I mean, you'd add a feature every couple of years, and now it's like, what are we adding this month? And well, let's um, face when it. We, I hate I hate to be this way, but the average detailer couldn't spell software in 2000. No, and, and that's true. 
<laughs> I mean, that is very true. I remember having conversations with gentlemen and they're like, yeah, I, I don't need that. You know what? They're, that's not going to ben benefit my business. And that was probably the first four or five years. I mean, it wasn't yeah. until 2000 and probably 15, 16, where we started really having some meaningful conversations. I mean, we had some early adopters, which was great. Right. And they helped us understand the business. They helped us understand a way to approach different businesses with the same software. And so, you know, we were kind of leading the charge and trying to convince people that they needed almost twist arm. Dude, you need to slow down, take a look at this. And I remember kind of the, the year that it shifted is Rod and I were at a, an event and we had our little booth and one of our signs said um, it had an integration with QuickBooks. And literally the, the lady grabbed the, her husband's arm, sat him down and said, if this integrates with QuickBooks, I want my, my week, weekends back. So talk to them. Wow. And that hey, was so when I got real, started, started real quick. strategically. <laughs> Okay. You guys hear that? Yeah. Okay, that's Charlie Brown teacher. Ask the teacher. So me being ADHD, that's what I used to hear. That's when I when the teacher was was talking. That's exactly what I heard. So you just said something, Jody, and I, I got to get Chris to get his his wife, the teacher, involved because again, all I heard was that was me in class, right? So now Chris, early adapter or early adopter what's what's correct you gotta ask he's an early adapter oh goodness <laughs> okay I mean, adopter adopter would be correct for for you know bringing on software right yep somebody so, that, that, that takes it on but an early adapter we look at that as somebody that changes the way they're doing business to adapt to a new environment. Uh, you know, I, I it's just I had because I know we got some smart people on here, but the smartest one is, is our wives. You know, well that's definitely our wives. true. And and so Chris's wife is a teacher, so we've got to take and find out. You know what's because Jody, I'm with you, and I use it different ways, and I'm never yeah. I'm never sure if I'm using it correctly. But you're smart. So I was like, okay, I got to ask Jody right now because I'm not as, you know, the English language, I haven't perfected it yet, you know, for my home country of America. Um, I'm just not quite there yet. Um, so, so you guys played a huge role, in my opinion, in really bringing software to the surface. You guys were back there, way back there, talking to uh, the detailing profession to my knowledge, before anybody else was really talking to anybody. Yep. Um, and, and so, you know, you guys stayed that course and it goes right in. It goes into, you know, you're going to be throwing curves. I mean, Jody, we've, we've talked a lot, you know, we're up skiing in Sun Valley last year. What's gone on in your life? What's gone on in mine? We need another ski day, by the way. Um, <laughs> so curveballs are going to be thrown. How, how do you guys, how, how have you handled that? Because coming into this, is early adapters, early adopters, is, is you know, you guys have, have faced as many curves or more than anybody else in the industry, but yet you just kept coming. You stay in the batter's box and you don't rush the mount. Uh, the, I think the <laughs> other one is <laughs> you, 
you uh, you you've all seen a picture of uh, a little tiny bulldog that's held on to a twelve hundred pound bull by the nose and won't let go. Um, that that is me. I am as stubborn as anyone on this planet, and we we just set our sights on it. One of the things we did when we created this business is we said this is the last one. This is what we're doing. So we've made a commitment wow. that. Whatever left hand or right hand turn we have to take, we do that. And we've had to, you know, we've had to rethink things. There's been a tons of curveballs, like you said. Um, you just you take a deep breath and you figure out what we're going to do, and and um, then you move forward. Jody and I have a really good uh, habit that we we separate ourselves from the rest of the the employees, the team members at whatever our company, we have an office that sits off to the side so we can do these podcasts in our studio. Um, but because of that, it gave us an environment where I'll walk in and I'll say, okay, I'm pulling the soapbox out. And Jody knows that if there's something that's going on and I, and I say that it's, it's going to happen in this room. And then as soon as we open that door, it's back to business. And Jody knows the same thing. He can come in and he can, have his opinion and we can talk about it and we can be frustrated, but then we put the soapbox away and we go back to work because at the end of the day, we're making the decisions that determine whether we're going to make it or not. And that's it. You just, so, so that, that's, that brings up a whole nother. Okay. Partnerships. I always tell people, you know, partnerships are tough. Uh, a lot of 50% of the marriage partnerships fail, you know, how the heck mm -hmm. have you guys managed, you know, to keep it again, you get you're not only getting curveballs thrown at you guys, but you guys are, are early early up to bat with software. You know you you you're you're getting a lot of no's, right? You stay you stay in the batter's box, don't rush the mound, as you said. I love that, but not only that, but then you've got partnerships. So how does that work mm -hmm. out? Because you know there's a lot of people, life's getting expensive, and so you're seeing these people come together and build these nice businesses partnerships but kind of spooks me how have you guys managed to make that work you know that that's a really good question in fact i was talking to my son zane this weekend because he's he's entertaining some business ideas and he's like do i get a partner do i not you know how do you work that right and every every partnership is different um it's and it really comes down to i think partnerships work when you can have an open dialogue about tough choices, right? And you're not always going to agree. You're not always, you're, in fact, there's going to be some days where you're just going to pull your hair out. It's like, why can't they get on the same page with me, right? And it's hard to always be on the same page, but you got to figure out a way to have a common goal. You got to have a common mission, a common purpose. And when you can look at a common purpose, then, then you're making decisions that are driving towards a purpose rather than emotion. <clears throat> and that's really hard, right? Because we're emotional beings. We get our feelings hurt. We you know we want to do this instead of going, you know, and, 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 you know, Rod and I are kind of an interesting balance because I am a, Let's go solve it as we go, right? I will figure it out. I, I have 100% confidence in me, 100 confidence in you. I don't have all the answers, and that's okay. Rod, that's not okay with him. 
He needs the answers. He needs to think through it, right? And you have to learn to appreciate familiar. and give room for people to process the way they want, that they need to process. Yeah. And with that, though, the, I think one of the keys to that is I had to, early on, I had to explain to Jody what I needed. And I would say, hold on just a second. I need a couple minutes to process this and put a couple mm -hmm. bullet points down of the direction we're going before we go. I can't just ready, shoot, aim. <clears throat> but it doesn't need to take me a month and a half to do that. I just need to, pro okay, okay, we're ready. Let's go, you know. Sounds and, like Chris. And I, think I'm, 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 I think Jody, I think you taught me this. I can't remember. I think it was you. Launch the planes, train the pilots. You know, I've got all the faith in the world. Those pilots are going to learn to fly and be able to land that plane. And Chris is like, hold on a second. You know, what kind of plane is it going to be? Where's the airport at? Is it hangered or not hangered? You know? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're jo Jody and I are just like, hey, let's go. Oh, shit. We didn't train these guys how to fly. You know, yep. so, yep. so you've learned, I mean, so you've had to learn now, what about your other partners? Is that, well, uh, that, that's a really good one because our other partners are just as dynamic as we are. One of them, um, over the last 14 years, you'd be hard pressed for him to say three words. He's heads down. He just wants to get stuff done. When he has an opinion though, you, you better listen. listen. You listen. Cause because, he's thought about it. Yeah. A long it's time. very thought out. Dave, on the other hand, the other partner, he's a lot like Jody. No, he's worse. <laughs> yeah. No, it's he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's a good balance, and I think the key to that is when we first started out, is we 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 made a, a deal around the whole business that we would talk about it, and we had to agree, and that has that has been a pain point, but it's also <clears throat> helped us grow and helped us get where we are. Because we didn't say the loudest voice wins. We said, we're all going to figure this out. And there are times that I don't agree with Jody or Jody doesn't agree with me. But it's helped because in those times when I'm shy to move and Jody's like, we got to do something, we got to do something, we got to do something. And I'll go, okay, we're going we're gonna to do it the Jody way. And we go and it works out. And there have been times where Jody has had to hesitate for a couple minutes. And we're like, yeah, I'm glad we, we went through that again before we jumped. So I dig it. I dig it. Now, that's good information. I mean, because you know what it is. Business is business. I, I would have told you probably five years ago, um, man, partnerships, ugh, you know, 10 years ago for sure in, in, the, in this industry. But, you know, um, we've you guys said it. Mobile tech is now it's obvious we've matured. We've got a lot more educated people coming into this. What I mean is not just college educated people, people that are taking business a lot more serious. You know, they're softwareing up. Um, which is, I think, gives me great pride in you guys because you just led the way, you know, and we'd see you at the shows and you just didn't give up. And so many of the, and you know, some of your competitors have even told me that, listen, Rod and Jody, we owe a lot of, we're standing on their shoulders. Those guys didn't give up. And I think it's really quick, cool. Now, another bragging point, the Golden Mike Award. Yeah. <laughs> really, really freaking cool. So is that, so tell us about that. Tell us how, you know, how it went down. How's it feel? Well, it, I don't even know how it, I don't even know how you get nominated, but there's a guy that nominated us. I saw him on this podcast and basically we've had multiple people that came up and said, yeah, we nominated you and, you know, said that you guys were, and there's some, there's some questions you fill out and uh, then it goes out to a vote. 
This is the second year of it. Yeah. Um, Dan Dan wow. Williams OP got it the first yeah, year. Yeah, OP got yep. it the first year. Shout out yeah. Dan. And and I think yep. it's just one of those things cool where. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <clears throat> we we have had. I I looked last night because I figured this would probably come up, but we have um, we are four videos of our podcast away from being at 300 episodes. Wow. Um, Holy smokes. And we, we, we like, we're like, how did that even happen? And I, the very first couple were MTE 2015. Yeah. Where we just threw a couple of videos out there at, at the MTE and, and now it's come to this point. And I think, um, for us, the reason why I think the podcast works is the same reason that you guys are, are successful in your podcast. The podcast is about whoever you guys have on. You have great topics. You, you talk about the person that's on there. And that's the thing is we let the people that are on our podcast be the, the, the star or be the, the right. topic. And I think a lot of podcasts that you've seen come and go – is if we just had a podcast and all we talked about was our software, we there would have been like two episodes and we're out. You know, no, nobody would watch it. So, um, and that's kind of been our whole philosophy on business. But the the podcast was easy. Jody Jody's background, he was in um, radio in California for years. He was a, a radio DJ. Um, <laughs> hey Chris, have you heard I, his radio voice? No. Oh, he's <laughs> you can tell all the time. If man, you watch the like... videos, when Jody does his radio voice, his eyebrow lifts up. So if you see his oh, eyebrow, yeah, come on, Jody, you got to give us. You got to give I us. I tend to do that. Yeah. My my yeah, wife teases me all the time about the eyebrow, and I I don't even know why that happens. It just does. So. I, I just every time he does it, I want him to go. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you it know, not to rock crazy, this, before, before we get into something, we'll we'll dare you at the end. Is I'm going to even put on here is Jody radio voice. Um. Right. It's, so, it's just you know, talking, man. That's all you yeah. do. You just talk. Yeah. And I used to do so. He did radio, and then I did um, radio commercials for a couple of nonprofits here in town when I first got out of college. That I, I did. So I was the, oh, there was a male, that. female. Yeah. There's a male, female uh, commercials for a couple of, and he played both. And I was both. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. Hey, that works in today's world, man. I hate to say it. So, so, you know, I think the gold mic, I think that you guys, you know, Dan, you guys mentioned him, um, you know, just an excellent dude. He's a real authentic guy. He's been around. You guys are the same way. And, and this goes right into that. This question goes in and I, I know the answer. But I think why your guys' podcast is successful is exactly what Jody said. But, I, you know, I think it goes one step further is it's what makes you guys tick. What's at the center of really what motivate? not about the podcast, what motivates you? What, what, what just makes impact. you feel good when you go to sleep at night? Impact. I want to have an impact. We want to have an impact on your business on your personal life. I mean, it's really about that. Right. And it's like, I remember when I came to Rod with the idea, I said, you know, the very first time we started discussing, it's like, I want to talk about, I want to have people on the show that they can talk about their business so that they can share the journey, the triumphs, the struggles, right? Because there's something in your story and Chris's story and Andy Van Order's story or whoever that, <clears throat> that, will resonate with your heart right and that is really what the
the driver behind having the road FS podcast was is like, let's talk about people and let's talk about their experience so that we can all learn something. I mean, every single podcast I've taken away something as a host. Yeah. I mean, it's just been an incredible learning experience and it's given me things to think about, about our own journey and what can we implement to make ourselves more successful. So it's, it's really driven to have an impact. I love and it. For I knew that I guess, was going to be part of the answer yeah. is that because even, you know, each what you guys do in your lives separate from each other, you guys are all about impact. So I love that. So Rod, sorry to interrupt you. You know, oh, the no, other, no, uh, no. oh, now I'm interrupting him. <laughs> Go ahead, but I was going to say the other, uh, the other thing, the other key to making that successful right is consistency. You guys have been regularly doing it on a right, you know, a regular basis all those years. Yeah. And that, the consistency thing, you know, whether you're doing a podcast or a detailing business or whatever it happens to be is a key part to uh, success as well. Yeah. Yes. And I think, I think for me, the, the, uh, yes, definitely the impact. Um, I'm going to take a left turn here that probably maybe not even Jody understands is part of the impact for me of why I want to be successful with the podcast and the business and everything I do is I want to be that, uh, I want my kids to look up to me. I want my kids to think oh, I'm successful. Like, I want my children to think that I am uh, that kind of person and, and have that, that example to them and for them. I don't, you know, for me to do the, the podcast, my kids really get off on it. They look at me, they're like, dad, you have more followers than I do. And, um, <laughs> you know, Kirk, Kirk's joking about me taking a shower with us. I did sleep with it the first no, night. No, he I, was like I this. Did you sleep should with have it, seen so. him. It was like this for two yeah, days. Yeah, I, I cradled the baby. I didn't even well, touch that's a it. Huge, that's a huge, I mean, to get it the second year, you guys have been at it. Is there any longer running podcast than your guys'? Not that, that I know of. I don't think so. Maybe. maybe. No, they're not older. I think the only one longer than us is PDR College. Yeah, yeah, definitely PDR Colleges. But with but Shane Cosentino you know, and we didn't even think about those kind of things because I, they're great. I love it. I think it's really fun to win that. Um, and and you know we'll we'll get a lot of mileage out of. It. I'm sure people will joke about it forever. Um, I think the bigger thing there is that it shows that we are making an impact on people. We have people calling us and asking us to be on the podcast, which is, is totally cool. That is that I get such That's a big charge want. out of that. And that doesn't bring money or success or anything. It's more about, um, elevating. It, it's elevating them. You know, the fact that we impact. have companies call us and say, how can I be on your podcast? And I'm like, you just ask it's, it's totally open. So that That's it's so been cool. so fun to do it. The live events are so much fun when we go somewhere and we do favorite. live. Yeah. When Those we flew favorite. out to Rupes training center last year in the spring and just showed up kind of unannounced with, um, with, hmm. uh, Jason Rose, he, he took us aside. He's like, I cannot believe you guys flew out here all the way out here just to do podcasts. And we're like, that's just what we do. No, so. you guys are, you guys, I, I'll tell you, both of you, have really lived an example of how to treat others to me is that you're an influence on me. Um, I always try to, I'm, I'm trying to hit your mark, you know, as <laughs> I think that you guys set such a great mark for everybody, not just software, not just suppliers or manufacturers, but all of us. I mean, the things that you do and just the honesty out of it, I think is just, just makes you guys who you are, man. It makes you as authentic as hell, you know? 
And I think, I think that's then thank you for that. But I think that's one of the things that many small business owners miss. They miss the opportunity to be their authentic self, right? They're looking at all of these other players and they want to be them, not be like them. Right. And they, they mistake, you know, they, they compare their chapter one to your chapter 27 and my chapter 28. Right. And it's really important that you embrace your authentic self because you are going to attract the customers, the clientele, the people that need your influence when you're your authentic self. Amen. But when you're Amen. not authentic to yourself, you're going to come across as fake and you're not going to last. You're going to struggle. Yeah. You know, it's yep. funny you say that because 2012 is between 2006 in 2012. So for six years, I had this identity crisis. I didn't know who I was supposed to be. And and to your guys' point, all I had to be was who I was. So I went through this period where, well, for one thing, I was so busy, I didn't buy my own clothes. Like, I do all the shopping for Diane. I know, But I, I look at pictures, and I'm like, Jesus, why did I wear that? It's just not me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, God, that's fucking horrible. Excuse my French, but it was like, this is terrible. You know? Fucking terrible. You know, I just, and, yeah. and so, you know, in 2013, I just woke up and I just said, just God, just be who I've always been, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, online was just coming, you know, we were forums were out there. Social media was out there. Everything was kind of new. And I was like, I would just woke up one day. I was like, God, this isn't me, you know? Yeah. And I want to tell you the right. I mean, it's been a long time since that happened. Right. I mean, it's been over well over a decade. And by, I, I'm telling you by two, 2012 was the day I woke up and said, I shouldn't be wearing that. That is not me. And 2000, by the end of 2012, that was done, you know, and I just started being more and more comfortable just putting out there who I am. So you already kind of did this. Things that make you go, hmm, good and bad. So looking around our industry, you know, I'm going to share this. I found myself at, at Mobile Tech realizing that I'm entering a new chapter in my career. I want more. I don't want to slow down. I want to still build. I want to build empires. I want to help other people build empires. I'm good at that. But my 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 positioning, I'm I'm in competition with nobody. But I've always believed that you have to go out and and and, and invent and reinvent yourself. And that every you know, I don't believe our life is a book. I believe our I believe every year could be a book, and you're building a library. You know, so when you die, you've got this amazing library, you know, Um, but I looked back and I had a really before COVID, I was things that make me go, hmm, God, the debt people were going into really freaking freaked me out. I didn't walk away from MTE with that this year. I walked around away from MTE going, holy shit, these these professionals have got it. We are catapulting ahead as an industry. And is is where is my place on that wave? Uh, because I can't stay where I'm at because these these professionals have gotten so good at what they're doing is that I can kind of move on to the big thinking things I had in mind that I never thought I'd be able to realize. And now I'm realizing, holy shit, we can go out and do some wild stuff and help people become a lot more than what they ever dreamed of being, including myself. 
So yeah. that was my like aha moments. Like, hmm, you guys got anything good or bad? I do for sure. One of the things I noticed, and I was the same way at MTE. Jody and I, this is the busiest year that we have ever had at MTE, bar none. We had more people that came up and talked to us. We had more people that um, have made a decision about software. And one of the things that we noticed was every year there's some trendy new thing, right? And in software, you have to keep innovating. You have to have the next thing. And now we're connected to this and now we're connected to that. But we saw people walking away from things that are not as important. And I say that meaning features are important. If a feature solves a problem, that's important to you. But we saw people walking away from things that were not as important. It's like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's blue or if it's green or if it's red. I want to have something that impacts my business. And I think just like you, um, we've spent our career impacting people's businesses. You know, I mean, I can't, I, I have never met a, a person that has gone through the training, your training, and has not been impacted for the rest of their business. And I think that is, you know, people like you and us that, that, that that's our goal is to impact others. I think that's my aha moment is to watch how many people their eyes are opening to that. That's what they need. They need something that, that impacts their business. Yeah. I, I much the same Jody. Is there anything that just went, I, like, wow. I think, you know, I, I've thought a lot about this and I, I'm just going to put it out there and I'm just going to be blunt about it. I've never, while the industry is growing and I'm seeing, you know, a change in mindset of really being business owners, there still is this cattiness that is going on across country between this detailer and that detailer instead of, you know, so many forms, you know, I see people delete a post because people are, were being unkind and not recognizing that people are at different stages in their growth. And instead of being all cocky and proud and, and demeaning, just offering a helpful, you know, word of advice, you know what, go check out this, connect with this person. It's like, dude, there's no room and there's no reason for the negativity that sometimes I see in a lot of these things. And I do, I've been in other industries. I've been in radio. I've been in business as a business consultant, as a, as, as a salesman. I've never been in an industry where people cut each other down and just crush them. Right. And I just, you know, it's like, if you want to, if you want to see a change, be the change, right? I see people criticizing the IDA and, and discounting what the IDA has done for the industry. Don't complain in an open forum about the IDA. Get involved in a committee. Get on the board. If you want to have an impact, get involved. Don't yep. sit there and bitch and moan on the sideline because you don't have all of the answers that you expect to have. On the those positive. are the same people. The, the, that was just those are the same people that are always taking withdrawals out of everything, though. You know, they don't know how to yeah. put the positive yeah. in. In their short right. term. On the flip side, I see so many great opportunities for business owners to grow and build their business within these forms and within learning how to leverage social media to talk to their customer. 
I, you know, I think a lot of times one of the things that trip people up is, is that they're talking to their competitors with social media instead of their audience. And man, I think about Brad Norby, Brad Brad Norby does a phenomenal job of going, this is what I'm doing, but this is why I'm doing it. And this is how it will serve you as my customer. I mean, when you start thinking in that mindset, your business will explode because you're thinking about serving people instead of taking. Yeah. Amen. And, and I think that is a huge thing. One, one of the other things that I just thought about with that is how many young people are coming up that are so much smarter than we were. Oh, gosh. You know, and Brad oh, Norby is a perfect example. The young kid that I don't know if you caught him or not, the 11-year-old kid. Detail yeah. kid. Steven Thompson. from Boise. And what, one of the things he said, yeah, which was son. unbelievable, we said, are you going to take over your dad's business? And he said, yes, but I'm going to make it better. And it wasn't wow. being a cocky person. It was because he's young and he has ideas. And he's you talk about making an impact, you know, that, that kid's going to make an impact. So, so you know, it's funny because I, I, I'm going to go back a little bit. Yesterday, I got so, – so, so my goal, we, we – Detailing Success is, is, has displayed at that event for probably about 10 years, not consecutively. But going back 10 years ago, I used to trade. I'd come and speak and trade – some floor space for it and never be at my booth. So this year was the same way. And, and I, I really, two goals and I really didn't get to do it. One, I didn't get to do it all is I always try to stop by the IDA booth and just thank everybody. It never happened. Yeah. I couldn't, I was so busy. And then I got to go buy the detailing success and mafia booth one time. Thank a handful of mafia members for working it. I was there for maybe 90 seconds. I mean, we we're just to your point. We were so big, but I got rumor back yesterday. They said, well, yeah, we heard that you were going to go and sabotage or that you went to the IDA booth and sabotaged a bunch of people. And I went, well, first off, I never even went to the IDA booth. And they're like, oh, really? And I went, yeah. And I said, never, never got there. And I said, second off, you know what? The people that at, aren't at the show need to shut the up. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's these little gossip, you know, these, what do I call them? What's that? Word that I call him, Chris. It's a good word. Oh, good word? Because, you know, I mean, the words from my mind are not good. No, no. But, you know, it's the same people that are spinning, you know, they're spinning tails across the country. So here is one person that said that I was going to go do that is all the way here on the West Coast. Not there, but saying that I was going to, or I did do something, and I was never even there. And it's like, so, you know, the good news is people... People pick up on that bullshit, you know. They do, but they a lot of times what they don't do is they don't address it. And I'm I actually there's a there's a mafia member that two years ago at uh Southern Detailers Conference, there were some rumors that got spread around and they got back to him and he wasn't there. And and he could have just spun that into a tizzy. And instead at SEMA, he just walked up to me and said, Hey, I want to get this out in the open. And we had a really good discussion, and that was it. We, we shook hands, right. hugged at the end, and it was over. And I think that's really saying something about somebody that's willing to come out and say, hey, this is what I heard. Let's talk this through. And it didn't have to end that way, and it did, and it was great. I mean, I really appreciate him doing that because it was able to get it out in the open and stop it from being the, the rumors and everything that it was. So I think that's a lot of times what people do is you, you, can't, you can't take something that's written on the Internet – at face value, you've got to get, you know, right. a little deeper. No, it, 
Well, you know, and it's it's my bit, and I know from spending time with both of you, I know this to be fact. You guys just don't have a mean bone in your body towards other people. Is that you're gonna get slapped? You're gonna turn the other cheek. I feel the same. There's so many times that I've gotten just freaking smacked, and I turn the other cheek. Well, yesterday when this person called me up on it, you know what I told them? I said, well, first off, next time call me, find out the facts. Second off, why the hell are you even wasting your time thinking about this shit? You know me. Yeah. You know, stop it. You're part of the problem. You know, did you defend me with that person and say, you know, that's bullshit? Well, no. And I said, you know what? Until people start putting these little people in their place, and I don't mean little people. I mean little brain, little people – entrepreneurs that are building a serious business don't have time for that bullshit. You know, yeah. is they're going to move on and they're going to build an empire. So, you know, when we, when we lived in Idaho, my 40th birthday was a big, we, 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 we had a, I hit a network that I had a, a, a big goal for myself. And I don't know if you guys do you remember my motorcycle that my wife had built for me. I do. I do. Big dog you know? chopper. Yeah. Yeah. And so my wife and I hated that bike. Um, I loved it when I got it, but I almost got killed on it. And so it was a happy moment. Diane doesn't mind if after she got it for me, she's like, uh-oh, you know. And I wasn't doing anything reckless. It's just everybody else, you know, is out to hit you. I love that bike. There's guys now achieving that same level younger. Yeah. You know, and they're doing it better because they – remember, I gave up, you know, probably a decade of my life to get there. They're not. There's some people doing it the right way that they're not giving up that lifestyle. They're not giving up time. They're living a life while they're building their empire. And I just think that's, I just, I saw it more this year at Mobile Tech than ever before. And I came out of there going, okay, next, where am I going? And how do I bring, you know, how do I build up more people? And part of that is of getting you guys aligning with, you know, the right people, right? And making sure that we get the message out there that, man, you can do this. That everybody. Can I, I think one of the things that's really exciting for me, and it really hit me mentally. It made me really think about what I'm doing, right? Because I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts, reading books, right? Because I'm I'm investing in myself, and I think you know I I was really excited by Steve Thompson, you know this little ad detail kid on Instagram. You know, he literally, if you go out to his Instagram, he's literally on the way to school. He's watching videos on how to really use the flex and learning all the little details about it. Right. I think about Brad Norby, who's in doubling down and investing on the nuances of social media and how to connect. Right. <clears throat> and it's like when when all of a sudden you as a business owner start investing in yourself, and going, all right, if I can make myself better, my business is going to be better. Right. And I'm going to have a greater impact on those that are on my team, but also I'm going to have an impact on the customers I serve, and I'm going to have a better impact on, on the industry as a whole. And part of that is balance, right? So I'm going to, Rick Kolb, MTE, he was there one day. The other day he spent with his family. He balanced oh, cool? it out. Yep. He was able to see what that. he wanted to see at MTE and and spend some really quality time with his family and i think that's what a lot of us are not doing is the other part of our life yep. is taking care of the whole thing chris lee out of oregon he went and entertained himself at disney world he took a day off he didn't have family there he didn't have his wife there right he just wanted yeah. to escape for a day and go how dude man 
I mean, how how freaking brilliant. I mean, that's a guy right there that understands balance, man. I'll tell you, I, I there's not an hour that goes by that I don't think about my business. Now, it might be for five seconds. You know, my mind's always there. It's always, it's always, it's like an app on your phone. My alerts are always going off. It's if I decide to act on it, most of the time I don't, but it's there. Yeah. So do I take a day off? No, man. I think anybody that's passionate about their business probably is the same exact way. I'm not unique in any way, but some people just can't control it and it just overthrows their entire life. And I was there for a short period. You know, my Steve Harvey always says it, you know, it took his thirties to fix his twenties and my, it took my forties to fix my thirties, you know, uh, and in my fifties, I've just gotten better and better at it. So, you know, life's crazy. This, I want a simple answer for this one. We'll wrap this up. Life's really crazy is there's so much nutty things, you know, me, Chris lives right in LA. I live on the outskirts, you know, three hours, well, 10 hours, if it's the wrong day of traffic, it's, I feel myself kind of, um, and, and I don't watch the news. I read, I'm very careful on my input. But I feel the stresses of the world here are getting really cluttered. Is that we've got a lot of people, it seems that, I don't know, there's there's a lot of hostility. You guys live in Idaho. Is it any different? I mean, is life still easier? I spent many years of my life in Idaho. Back then, Idaho was not as complicated as the rest of the world. You know, when we, when we moved back, you could feel, even though we live in a great little town, it still had the influences of L.A., What's going on in, in is it hitting the rest of America or is it still a little bit sacred there in Idaho? I, I think it's everywhere. Yeah. Right. I, I and I think personally, I think I mean you can look at negativity on anything, politics, economy, all that stuff, right? Instead of just going, all right, what am I gonna do to build my own economy? What am I gonna do to build my family, what am I going to do to serve those that I'm called? Right? It's easy. I don't know why, but we all have a natural tendency to the negative. Instead of going, all right, what can I do to build? What can I do to create? Right? And I'm always, I'm like, yeah, that's a problem. And I get it. You know, I want to hear about it. But dude, let's not go in circles about it. Let's go, all right. This is a problem. What are we going to do to move forward? And I think if we get more in that mindset of what can I do to build my own success in my own little world, that is going to ripple across those that I love and those that I serve. Oh God. Great answer. You know, and you know, I've come up with a simple thing. I've shared everybody since January 1st. I just say glass half filled. Every time I think negative anything, even if I want to blow somebody's car up in front of me, cause they're just being idiots is I just, <laughs> I just, I just go glass half full. They're facing something that I'm not. And you know, it's yep. made a huge impact on my life of not, the other thing I've realized is Rennie is on this side of where I live. Unless I go out to the main boulevard, I don't even know any of that exists in my world. 90% of the time, none of that impacts me at all. Zero. It's only when I have to go down the hill and you know what? It's not that bad. You know, it's really not that bad. I just get flustered. So it, yeah, it's, and it's my wife and my wife is constantly saying two things. She's like, you don't know the backstory. Amen. You don't know what happened in somebody's life this morning or yesterday or this week or even this year. And they're 
responding out of either frustration or strategic movement. You don't know the backstory. And we need to give each other a little bit of grace as we're moving through our own backstories and moving forward. And she always says, you got to lead with love. Yep. Well, I'll right. tell you the other thing is I, I shared that last year was really last 18, 24 months was pretty last year was exceptionally challenging for a number of reasons. Um, you know, my, 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 my wife had, was badly injured. She went through, you know, she's had three major surgeries and one major injury in the last two years. We almost lost my dog. We almost lost my brother. We almost lost our, our, our daughter. That impact was just, I don't even like thinking about it. Right. And I can tell you when people are going through challenges, the one thing I've realized is coming up to them and saying, Hey man, are you okay? Not the thing to say, Hey, how are you doing? Because what I found out is never having that challenging of a year and never, thank God I've never lost a child, but as close as we came to losing her is I felt like saying, no, I'm not freaking okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and so I, somebody approached me at mobile tech and says, you know, I've kept you on my mind, man. I know you're, you're going through some things. God, what a great response. I just reached out and I gave him a big hug, you know, because when you say, man, are you okay? It's almost like something's wrong with you, you know? Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? And so it's no oh, yeah. fault of anybody else because I did the same thing until I, my life got into a situation. Now I understood where people are coming from. I didn't understand before. So lesson to other people, when you're around people that are really going through something, just say, hey, man, I'm, I'm here for you. You know, I know you're facing some things. And if you ever need a chat, let me know. That was magic to my ears. It mm -hmm. really was. And, and, and so, you know, the other thing is being able to block out and it's okay. Your space is your space. Don't feel bad for protecting that space. It's like airspace around an aircraft carrier. That's that, that fleet yeah. space. Nobody's getting close to it. And I've really become to look at that as my mental, my mental space on loving people is I've got to be very protective. That means I can't let any, I can't let the negative stuff stick around and I can't, I can't be involved with rumors and I can't be involved with repeat offenders. And so I yeah. think, I think one of the things that every business owner needs to learn is that you need to give yourself permission to say no. Amen. Really it's tough. okay to protect mm -hmm. some time. Yeah. yeah. And permission is really, a good I, word there. We, we, we go off this statement of don't give someone else permission to affect your emotions. You have to Amen. give them permission to go in and affect you. Don't do it. Just stay who you, you know, are. One big thing that I really did that I used to do when I was in my twenties and I, I went back to it is, and I introduced this to Chris as I said, Hey, I want you to go put in every single long weekend or week off that your wife's got, because those are light or off weeks for you is that you need to spend time. And then, you know what I did? I went and did blackout dates. And if it's a little local event that I can support and kind of go down the hill and come back up, I'll go do it. But if it means travel, no, they're blackout dates for a reason. They're my time. And, and I, I put plenty in. There's no reason to go any harder than what I go right now. And it means that I'm going to be on the road about half a month as much as I was last year. But the other thing is I'm filling those voids. We're doing a lot of research right now and a lot of content. We're pushing, you know, making notes as we speak. Because, you, you, Jody, you said it earlier. There's never a time that you don't, you know, learn from your guest. Here I am taking notes from what you guys are saying. So any, any updates with software? So 
Oh, Any, yeah. anything you want to share? <laughs> Run down the list well, for this, us real quick. This last year, we've we've rolled out a ton of stuff. So we have online scheduling. Um, and then the big thing that we rolled out at MTE is we actually can make an app for our customers. So let's say Octane Detailing uses RoadFS. I can produce an app in Chris's name, put it out on the App Store, and his customers can download an app from Damn, Chris that has schedule and services and in-app in notifications and all of that. And we can we figured out a way to do that um, that's never been allowed to reproduce the same app over and over, but we figured out a way to do it, and now we can produce an app for, for our wow. your customers. That's yeah, well, you gotta you gotta get on this. You gotta get on the list for that. So we're putting the final touches on that. Yep. So there's a RoadFS. Uh, I I need an app link, and uh, if you want to get on the list, you know we're we're getting them lined up. So there's a little bit of work we're still finalizing, but we're right there, man. It's super yeah. exciting. That is cool. And then how how do people reach out to you? How do they how do they get in contact? Uh, you go to roadfs.com, uh, at Jody Cedric, at roadfs, or at Rod Pusey on most social media platforms YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. We're, yeah. Just <laughs> look for roadfs anywhere. You'll find us. So, and that's wow. the thing is look, just look around. We're going to be some live things. We got some really exciting stuff coming up yeah. the end of this month. And then going into the, uh, this spring, we're going to do some other live events. Um, we have we're really waiting for the weather to warm up here in Boise because we have most of the videos created, but we're starting a new segment on the Road FS podcast called Bad to Badass, um, where we're going to be showing some uh, ways to improve the value of your vehicle and uh, using a lot of local people. Sydney will be on there, uh, uh, the cool. rag company, Levi, and a bunch of stuff. So we've got a bunch of videos on that. McDowell's. Yeah, McDowell's <laughs> Automotive. Just tons of new content and stuff that we're putting out there. So, God, is his kid just great or what? To see a you know multi-generational business come through that's been in Idaho stable for a long time. It was yeah. great visiting yeah. his son um, you know, at Mobile Tech. Here's the other thing is I, I told I want to I'm going to get your guys input and then we're going to get out of here is um you know I told the mafia we're, we're a multi generational group and the, mm -hmm. the the industry this reflects right back on to the industry is that we're always going to take and honor those that came before us and they might not be thinking exactly like you do but remember it's multi generational so you've got those original you know pillars so to say. Then you got that middle age group that's come up, you know, they're, they're, you know, five, 10, 15 years into it, man, they're, they're, they're making it happen right now. And then we've got the new people, you know, coming into it. All of our generations are concerned really with one thing that's helping the newest people be as successful as possible and to teach them the good, the bad, and the ugly of everything that we've learned as the middle aged people that are really building their empire right now and the people that, that, that are most senior. Our industry is the same way. Is Jody, I love what you said. Listen, everybody is new. Everybody asked dumb questions in the beginning. Some still do, even when they're 20, 30 years into it. Be kind to each other and respect that there's multiple generations there and we're not going to have the same opinion and just be respectful. And I don't think it comes down to anything different than that, is that no generation... These the, the people that say the older you know generation uh, sucks. No, they don't. They're, they're, they got a lot of wisdom there. 
the people that say the young generation sucks. No, they don't. There's some real wise youth coming into this because they're listening to the wise elders that came before them. And stop taking and making this a generational thing and respect those generations. Yep. Absolutely. Love well, guys, it. last but not least, Jody, we got to hear a departure. So I'm going to have you do the exit. <laughs> hey, Chris, did you bring that photo up? What am I going to say? Thank well, you for listening on. to the Rennie Doyle podcast. Your host, of course, Rennie Doyle, the legend, the myth, the guy that brings it all home every week right here on the Rennie Doyle podcast. We will check you same time, same channel, just next week right here at RDP. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So can you bring that picture up, Chris, or no? Uh, I can. Rennie's okay. going to make fun of me. So, so if you guys look, now bring it up so we can see you. Okay, so there's, there's Chris's new job. You know, he's, he's a little blue. So we're gonna we're gonna have him go part time to Vegas hey. as the blue man. You know, no, I, uh, I, uh, next week it'll be fixed. There's, okay. there's, there's gonna be a, a light on its way. I won't be blue anymore. But I've got these big windows right behind my computer monitor, and uh, you know, Just, the only way to get some natural light in there is to open those things up, and it turns me blue. I'm, I'm trying you know, to figure there, out what's the song. There's a song called The Little Blue Man. Huh. You I gotta look that up. My now. mom used to sing it all the time. I love you, I love you, said the little blue man. Oh, I love you, I love you two bits. Oh, I remember that I love song. You. He loved me, said the little blue man, and scared me right out of my wits. <laughs> yeah. So this that one picture of those three, that's the the two, the center one of the guy to the left is is Chris looking at me when I when I get too many coffees in me, you know? And so, he's like, you know? So, hey, uh, it's always great. Congratulations, you know, Golden Mike. Uh, nobody, I mean, it's just keeping with the heritage of Dan getting it, you know, and you guys now, you're setting a, uh, a very high standard for that and uh, love what you guys are doing. Jody, Carlos and I are talking about going to Snow Basin in Utah next month, uh, okay. maybe late this month. And so if you want to drive down and meet us, I'll give you the dates. Also, Jason Rose, those that are into off-roading or overlanding, is I'm going to try to get a hold of him uh, this weekend. We are planning a southern Utah off-road trip and camping trip oh, in April. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's and so fun. We, yeah. So we're going to go do that. And uh, we're, we're trying to open this up to where we have a lot more entertainment and for that trip, the blue man, at least a singular blue man is going to be performing that, that very trip. So we'll have campfire entertainment, our very own Chris blue man woman, you know? So, <laughs> Hey guys, you guys yeah, take no. care. Thanks for coming in. Congratulations. I always love being around you. Let's go to, uh, let's go to snow basin, dude. Let's go ski. Okay. All right. See you right, guys. guys. See you later. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle podcast. Brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues.